Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash the fan. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. My boogie, you run. At the club, at the club, tonight. We got baby nuts. You know, one of uh, our textures mentioned uh, a great Pac-12 memory that we had forgotten to mention as we were discussing that topic. And that is? Teams really don't tackle in the fall anyways. How many days do you would you venture to guess that you would go live anyways? Coach? Hello? Hello. Oh, oh we still there. Hello. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> Brady Hope falling asleep right on these airwaves. Oh, how did we forget that? Coach. Hello. Hello. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Not an off. It's your bad question. And who would have thought that that Brady Hope wouldn't go on to great things? (laughs) Yeah, no kidding. Is he still at uh, San Diego State, maybe? I think he just stepped down. (laughs) Take some naps. I mean, Jerry Kill are going to go have some low-grade narcolepsy together. Ever, what's the worst place you've ever fallen asleep at? Ooh. <laughs> you, just, you just dozed off, and you're like, oh, hell. Like, that looks, you know, because, like, that was always good the question. That was always the fear, like, in football, everyone's done it at some point. You fall asleep in a meeting, and then someone bounces something off your head, and you feel like a total jackass. That was always my greatest fear in the NFL because I was just some slappy and vets fell asleep in meetings all the time, but when you're just some idiot trying not to get cut, it is just your greatest fear when the lights go down to watch film. You're like, please stay awake, please stay awake, because you just you can't afford to be the guy that 
that's trying to make a roster and falls asleep. It just it scared scared me to death. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> I don't really fall asleep at things. No, no. Movies. You never you never dozed off. I in, have in, fallen in, asleep in, at a movie in a theater. Yeah, if it's boring. <laughs> but that's little... not. I mean, that's probably common, isn't it? I would think so. I'm Lights a little scared to fall asleep in a public place anywhere. To be honest, I, I just don't want people to f with me. I don't trust anybody. <laughs> Schultz, I. I, I'm scared of your childhood. There's a lot of there's a lot of repressed yeah. things in there. It's just I don't want to fall asleep. Something bad's gonna happen to me. I, <laughs> you trust your fellow man out there? I, I, I trust sure. I trust my ability to wake up. I, I can't say I've ever once thought if I fell asleep somewhere that something bad was gonna happen to me. Show me on the doll where they touched you, Schultz. <laughs> I think I've just watched too much like informative murder porn or something like that. You think you're murder porn worthy? You, that, that's that's where you're at? You, you think that's what's happening, Schultz? You think a lot of yourself. Oh, I appreciate you. No, no, I'm using the term that they, they refer to it like that in South Park. I watch too much forensic files. I fall asleep to that ass. So I just, I got bad thoughts. Schultz thinks he's going to end up in the toy box if he falls asleep on a bus. <laughs> yep. I've done that a time or two where I've fallen asleep on public transport, and then I wake up and I'm like, where the hell am I at? I did that in New Orleans once. And I ended up, I was like, I mean, I, I went by my stop by like 30, 40 minutes. And you, and it wasn't the best part of town in New Orleans. I was like, ah, oh, that's, <laughs> just ask the guys, well, when's the one going back? Because you're like, end of the line. And I was like, can I get the, the other one back? And I had to wait, you know, like 15, 20 minutes and not the best part of New Orleans. And that was a little, that was a little sketchy. Now, do you, do you saw logs on airplanes? Because I can't really even nah, sleep. I, I, I struggle to it's fall hard. asleep. I, I, I struggled to, to fall asleep on airplanes. I fuggle too. <laughs> yeah, I fuggle. I fuggle. Yeah, you're just, I'm not comfortable. Something wakes me up all the time where that damn drink cart comes by and drills me. And yeah. it's, it's no, it's no good. You can't actually lean comfortably on an airplane either. No, I'm jealous. No, of, exactly. I'm it's, jealous it's of the, the neck people. thing. You know, yeah. it's like, I can't get my head. Well, have you seen the new ones where they just strap your head into the seat? Yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's it's like you wear like a headband and then it attaches to the seat and it's like a, an electric chair. I'm okay with it. I'm kind of intrigued to try one. I don't. I don't know if it'll work. I find it very odd that I'm strapping my head to the back of the headrest, but I'm I'm intrigued by it. Don't you think at some point, technology or somebody's going to design something that's just way more comfortable? It's same size, but just way more comfortable. Airline seats. No. You don't think so? I think it's just getting worse and worse and worse. I think they're trying. I've seen like those, like they flip them on each other. You're almost like under somebody's booty, but they stack them a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, that's the worst idea of it all is, time. But Wait, it's supposedly what? more comfortable. No. Um, I'm going to try to find yeah, a it's, picture. It's, of it's like stadium seating about. where they're saying that it, something, oh. you can put more seats in the same airplane where you actually sit underneath someone. Like think about like a uh, like a like a Ferris wheel sort of thing. Like stacked. Yeah, so you literally have someone sitting on top of you. It's nice. Well, anytime they want to put more seats, that, that's not, not a recipe to get more comfortable. I'm just saying, like, surely somebody can somewhere design something that makes just even if it's like ten percent more comfortable, that would be very helpful because those seats are so uncomfortable. Name me one thing that airlines something with the headrest. Name one thing that an airline has done. Not first class that actual people can afford over the last 30 years that has made flying more comfortable or convenient. 
Well, they added straightaway cocktails on uh, <laughs> Alaska, which that was a good start. There you go. I can have an old-fashioned now. There you go. It's fantastic. Outside yeah, of the, that. The airplanes don't make any money, or airlines, I should say, don't make any money off of, or not nearly as much, on economy. They make all their cash on the first class and on the business class. Like, they're making almost nothing, if not losing money on, uh, on the cattle. Look, the there. recipe would be somebody designed something that everybody thinks is super comfortable. It's super cheap, and they just toss it in there. Yeah. They toss it in the new planes, you know? No. <laughs> it's got to be cheap. Someone's going to be like, hey, we it. have a new comfort level for you. There's already 70. Like, I just booked a flight uh, on going down to Arizona at the end of the month. And, you know, it was like whatever. It was on American or United. I forget whichever one. Which one has the little eagle? They both suck. They both suck, right? So I, I booked it. and That's it's American. Just, it's, yeah, so it's on American. So I got my little, little flight or whatever. And it's just the basic, you know, whatever. And they want me, it's $100 to pick my seat. Just 100 bucks, Not to pick a good seat. Not to sit in the in the in uh, any of the, 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 an exit row or whatever. It's $100 just to pick my seat. You're talking about in addition to your fare? Yes. Yeah, so, so, so you look at the price of the fare and you go, oh, well, that's a good deal. Yeah. 250 bucks. Yeah. Oh, wait. Now it's sixty-nine more dollars to pick to sit in this section, or a hundred dollars to sit in this section. Well, That's I, bullshit. I think I'd pay a hundred dollars if it meant I was sitting in a better seat, like a, an actual nice seat with extended leg room or whatever, like some form of upgrade. Why don't you? Pay, is, is there a higher level though? Like yeah, but one hundred and twenty-five bucks or one hundred and fifty bucks. So my ticket, I, I think my ticket was like two seventy-nine or something, two seventy-nine, three hundred bucks, somewhere in there. Just the fare. Just the fare, right? And and that's for whatever it is there. So you're going, yeah, this is good. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is great. Because I'm only going down for a weekend, right? Yeah. I'm flying in on a, a Friday and, yeah. you know, coming back Sunday. Quick little trip down there, going down to an auto show, fun, hang out with some buddies, you know, whatever. John. And, and so I was like, 300 bucks, cool. And then it's like, do you want to pick your seat? And I'm like, yeah, I want to pick my seat. They're like 100 bucks. Oh, and I'm so like, that's what it is. It's the option to pick your seat? the option to pick my seat. So I was like, 100 bucks. I was like, okay. So then I, I start looking at some of the seats. And like, these have extra legroom. These are exit rows. To pick one of those seats, it's like an extra $240. Right. It was like 80% of the ticket price to pick an actual seat. So I'm like, wait. So the $100 for me to pick my seat was from like row like 25 on back. Basically, they want me to pay $100 to not sit in the middle. But if you don't pay the 100 they it's, pick it for they you? They said it will be randomly assigned, and yeah. it's not going to be randomly assigned. They're putting <laughs> my ass in the middle for yeah, 100 you'll bucks. Probably, you'll probably get a middle seat. I just thought that was like $100 to pick a crappy seat? I'm like, really? So what did the thing cost you? Uh, 279 and you're just going to sit wherever? Yeah, I think I'll just do whatever. That's a pretty quick flight. For a quick flight, it's a little two hours and some change or whatever. And and the other one, I looked at all the, I, I looked at the plane and like, it was not a full flight. So I figured if if I, I'll how look, do you know that? Well, because you can see oh, the, the seats, seats that are seats available, are available yeah. and there's a ton of seats available. Yeah. So as long yeah, as I, as long as I don't get a middle seat, so I'll look like a week before I'm flying, and if it's starting to fill up, I can always pay the hundred bucks and get a seat. But. I just thought that that was like the the airline thing. It's it's getting it's getting ridiculous with the if you want any form of comfort or any form of of, of remotely nice anything, uh, get ready. You're paying through the nose. I booked to Vegas. We're going to Vegas next month, and I got a first class seat going out. Ooh. It was only, I think it was only like maybe two hundred and ten bucks more. More. And I was like, oh, perfect. First class, let's go. Yeah, that's not bad, right? No, no, a couple hundred bucks. Is that, you said it's one way? 
Yeah, that's just on the way out. On okay. the way on the way back, it was way more. It was like seven hundred bucks. Yeah. And I'm not willing to do that. See Plus I'm, I'll probably lose my shorts, so my thing is like if I'm flying to Arizona or Vegas, I don't it's a short trip, I don't care. If you're flying international, that to me is where it, it it's it's worth it. But that cost when we flew to Japan this last summer, uh ticket to Japan was like sixteen hundred bucks. And for business class, it was four grand. Mm. For first class, it was like sixty five hundred. Mm. And I was like, uh, and we were taking mm. five of us. I was like, well, get ready for Japan and economy, people. As, as we're not, I'm not writing that check. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Twenty grand gets you all over there just in business. Just class. in business class. It's like thirty seven, thirty eight hundred bucks. See all the math I did there. A seat for business class. We're like, and no. Yeah, no. that's crazy. Yeah. That would be very comfortable, but, you know, even for a longer flight, I've been on long flights, and I, I can just suck it up. Yeah, me too. It's just like, yeah. uh, this sucks, like, but... I don't... It's not ideal, but yeah, I'm, I'm with I'll you. I'll have some drinks. If it's within reason, sure, but some of yeah. the, the, most of the time, if you're taking a long flight, the difference between economy and, and business yeah. or first is... It's usually a lot. Egregious. Yeah. And you're like, uh, no. Because I always do this one, too. I'm like... Again, going to New Orleans, and let's say my ticket is an extra $1,500. I think to myself, what could I do with that $1,500 when I'm in New Orleans? Yeah. I can have a good time. So I'll suck it up on my crabby flight, but then when I get to the French Quarter, yeah, we're we're going hard. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a couple bar tabs. I'm going to have a great time. I'm good. <clears throat> All right. Uh, up next, cigarette flicker talk. It's 620 on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. We just stepped out of the shower. He'll be down in a minute. All right, listen, you guys can't go. Did you just say we? What? Did you just say we just stepped out of the shower? I said he. Right, okay. On 1080, The Fan. Double side power! Blazers with a robust 61 going into the fourth quarter. What's the score? Uh, 61-100. 
What? Yeah. Oh, that's but... a weird way to say a score. It's a 100 to 61. Well, now it's 100 to 65. So Ooh. the Blazers came Corner first. <laughs> this guy says Norwegian Air does a raffle where you can put in your max first class price when buying your ticket. You find out if you won a couple of days before the flight. Oh, it's like Stock X. It's like buying Jordans. <laughs> isn't Norwegian Air? Isn't that? Aren't they no, like notorious for cheap ass? That's like the Spirit Airlines of international travel. That I don't know. Couldn't tell you. Mm. I do know that if if you like, uh, yes, th- that that's the that's the spirit. the Norwe- It is the yeah. is the like international it's the super cheap one. Spirit. Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Some of the, like the I don't even think Spirit has first class, do they? they no. Well, they they do. And I will tell you this: Spirit is the most garbage airline in the world. That and Frontier don't fly it. But <laughs> one time going down to Vegas, uh, we did the. There's like the first two rows of Spirit has like two big seats, and if you can get one of those, yeah, you still have to deal with the fact that it's Spirit Airlines. But they're not expensive. They're almost impossible to get because people snap them up. There's like four on every plane. They are. It is worth it. It is nice. So it's like a first class thing. It, yeah. Do it, they do they charge you more? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it charge more, but it's it's really not that bad because it's still spirit. And, but like, I I do that sometimes. Like if you're going down to Vegas or you fly down to Denver, or whatever. And I see spirit. Normally, I don't even bother. I'm like, nope, not doing it. But I will check sometimes to see if I can get the first two rows in those seats and they're always taken so it's it's a it's the world's smallest first class but it is there and they're huh. really comfortable yeah i will never ever fly spirit ever again and if you do one you, and done you have to make sure that it's a direct flight because frontier and spirit have such a piss poor on time record that if you're having to connect there's a chance that you're not making it and Spirit and Frontier don't have a bunch of flights, so if, if you miss your flight, there's a good chance that you're just stuck wherever you're at until the next day. Out. Yeah. No thanks. It's not worth it. Never worth it. No. Um, <clears throat> I was driving home last night, and a uh, bro in front of me flicked his cigarette onto my car. Ooh. From his car. Side or behind? No, just behind. Like, you know, like so he, he had no... So he didn't mean to. No, he just flicked it out the window. Sure. But then I got to thinking. <laughs> you thought you thought pulling out your AK and you know, getting no. get, get busy, road rage. No, I would never do that. I wasn't even mad about it. It was just like, what's going on with that? Like, so then I I started thinking about it. Like, what do cigarette smokers do with their ciggies? Like, I felt like, why? Why? My first thought is, why are you throwing your cigarette out the window? And it's like, I mean, you could light a fire. Well, not in this rain, but you know, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, uh, it doesn't I, seem all that I safe. Feel, I feel like I... Now, I don't smoke cigarettes, but I, I do feel like I would be a cigarette flicker. Like, Well, I just think you have to be. This is what I was yeah, getting what at. What are you doing? Is that I, I don't is know what they're supposed to do because cars took... That's what I was sitting there. I thought about this all the way home. Like, that was... Because we've seen... You'll see it all the time. A cigarette guy yeah. flicks his cigarette out the car, whatever. Yeah. But then I'm like, yeah, I don't really like that. That kind of bothers me. And then I'm like, well, wait a minute. What's he supposed to do? There are no ashtrays in cars anymore. No. What is a f- cigarette smoker who is driving supposed to do with their cigarette? Is that the appropriate way to dispose of a cigarette? I can't imagine it is. Uh, is it are cigarettes biod- like cuz you see people throw them on the ground? It's That's, not viewed as is that littering? Yes, you can't yeah, you can't throw a cigarette on the ground. Yeah, you're supposed to you're I supposed cig- I throw some of my, my cigars. Well, you're probably not supposed to. You're supposed to put them out and then put them in the trash. Hmm. 
right. So I'm asking, am I terrible? So I, I smoke cigars when I walk my dog. Okay. Not like in the crappy rain, but on, on a summer evening, you know, 9, 10 o'clock, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have a cigar while I'm walking my dog. And when I am done, I, I put it on the ground and I do the, I, I don't stop, I mush it. I just, I mean, I, I break it up and, and cigar, it's just, it's, it's leaves, right? So you just, I take the wrapper off, the, the, the band, I mush it to where there's, it, it can't catch, I mean, it's completely out. And once it's mushed, then I do the, uh, the, the foot sweep. And kind of kick it, so it kind of scatters everywhere, and then I, I walk away. Isn't that there? Isn't that legit? It's different than a cigarette. I don't so. think it is. I don't think it's different. I. I mean, I. It's fine. I think people do it, but I think you're supposed to. But if I throw it away in, it. in a trash, then I'm risking it being lit on fire. Like I, I cause yeah. a trash fire. Yeah, but I think the idea is that you should know when it's out. Maybe hmm. I don't know. Because, like, you just, you, you, you do a little, uh, uh, how's your father on it a couple times? Yeah. It's maybe not fully out, and then all of a sudden the grass lights, and I don't know. I don't That's, know what I'm talking about. I just always thought with a, and I don't know, because cigarettes, but it's just paper, like, but cigars, it, it's nothing but tobacco leaves. So I don't, I never understood the difference between if, it, like, leaves are on the ground. What's the difference between that and my tobacco leaves being on the ground when I properly mush them? Now, I get it if I was leaving a big, wet, gross cigar, but I do not. I make sure that I mush. I do the I do a little chubby checker on that sucker. Really get in there. So I, I don't feel that I'm a bad person. I feel like you're justifying. You're, you're trying to make yourself feel better when I'm not going to call you a bad person because I, Lord knows I've done it. I've done it on a golf course or whatever. Yeah. But I do, I do think it's it's technically littering. Technically, like, uh, I, I am a litterer. I, I think that's right. Because I am very careful. I do not. I hate it. One of my great pet peeves in the world is people that throw trash on the ground. Pisses me off, especially when there's a trash can inside. It's just it, it's uh, it drives me crazy. It just makes the whole area look trashy. And I don't want to be that person. I just have never considered cigars to be trash. I feel like I'm returning that cigar to where it started in nature. The leaves, but no. c- cigarettes, I wouldn't do that with. If I, because I don't smoke cigarettes, never have. But if I was a cigarette smoker, I would not do that. I, I don't think I would throw cigar or cigarettes on the ground. But if I'm in my car, I now, I, now I feel like I maybe I would because what am I supposed to do with the butts? That's what I was saying. Yeah. So cigarette butts, they're saying uh, they are made of cellulose acetate, a plastic which can persist in the environment. They say the estimation, the estimations of the biodegradability of cigarette butts is varied, but some organizations state that that can take up to ten to fifteen years to break down. Jeez. So we don't want to do that. So you can't. I can't just flick it out of the car window. No, I they, don't think it's never. It's never a good look. No. I, I think but people I don't think, do it. Yeah, I don't think twice about it. But if I'm a cigarette smoker, what am I supposed to do in the car? I think you got to bring a Gatorade bottle. Oh, there you go. Yeah, or like the old water bottle. You got to bring the old Gatorade bottle with a little bit of liquid in there, and got to have the lid on. You throw it in there, and yeah. and away you go. It becomes like your disgusting spitter. That's why it's a, it, like cigarettes are like such a gnarly habit, and it is true. You ever like gone somewhere where there's a bunch of cigarette butts? Congregated yeah, in one disgusting. area, it's just it's a, it's an awful look. And they get into fish's bellies and stuff, mm. you know. This guy says, as a smoker, most of us are effing pigs. <laughs> yeah, I think that's right. Either don't smoke while driving, or have a bottle of water to open and extinguish. There you go. Yeah. Old call the fire department on you. 
Well, I'm sorry, because the olds do get the cigar mushed out on their sidewalks quite a bit. But again, I think the key to the mush is the spreading afterwards. You don't leave it in one area. You spread. It's like when you mow your lawn and you got grass clippings, you take the rake and you just spread everything out. You don't leave it in one spot. It's poor form. I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with it. I'm not changing. I'm scouring internet for what they say about that. About the about the cigar as opposed to the cigarette. Yeah. It's very clear with the cigarette. The you, cigar... But you do it on a golf course, like you said. I've done it. Guaranteed. But I don't... I try not to. I, what I try to do is... Wait to the... Yeah, just put it out and then throw it in the trash. The Make trash. sure it's fully out and then throw it in the trash. Or pour water on it or something and then throw it in the trash. But I I, do, I'm not going to lie. I have certainly put out a, a cigar just in the grass before. I do feel a little weird when I'm doing it at like my buddy's like country club. <laughs> I feel like, eh. like if I'm out, if I'm out at like Karen Lake, sorry, like it's the ninth fairway that things getting mushed. If I'm at like Portland Golf Club, I'm like, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe I, maybe I wait. Now, do you pee in the bushes at? Uh, Look, I I will say that the, the nice, nice the nicer courser, the nice course, you you do treat it differently than than your muni. You do. You, you wait for the for the. You wait toilet. For the, you wait for the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say that I haven't uh, whipped it out on on the nice courses, but there is an element, especially because I'm a guest. I'm not a member. You know, I already look like I don't belong at those places. You're already getting. Uh, you're already. You know, it's it's frowned upon that I'm that I'm there. Possibly, I try to be a little more respectful. If I was a member at that club, eh, I think I'm whipping it out. I think I'm going in the bushes. I played golf with a with there was a, uh, a friend of mine who's a female the other day. And I had that. I I had to pee, I had to pee, and I was right on the 13th hole at Langdon, mm-hmm. and there's a porta potty right there. Yeah, but my instinct was yeah, just go, just to go over here and yeah. whip it out. Yeah, that's what you do. I I I thought better of it. Company you were with with huh? the female. Yeah, there. Do you think she cared? I don't think she cared, but I also didn't want to find out. Yeah, like there's no reason to. You know, you can hold your pee. You're not four. Yeah. And, Unless you're Jason Swigard. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. And if you're going, why not just go to the porta potty? Yeah, that makes it even worse. Like, why are you peeing right there? There's a porta potty right over there. You, you sicko. I, uh, I play out at Fairway Village. It's right by my house. But and- for me, I'm sorry. As a guy, the porta potty on the uh, golf course is merely a crapper. Yes. Yeah, it's only for emergencies. Because we just pee. Yeah, you're in nature. You pee wherever. Yeah. Yeah, you don't go into the port. Unless body. there's a female in your group. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I play at Ferry Village quite a bit in the summer. It's, I can just walk there from my house. It's like two minutes away. And there's so many olds there. And you know the olds don't necessarily hold it so well. Some of the old men and the, the peen on that course is fantastic. Because there is a guy, and I've played with him a couple times, and he goes shirt up under the, nice. <laughs> under the armpits, toddler style, around the knee. <laughs> I've seen that before. I tell you, that is alarming. <laughs> and if you've ever played Fairway Village, there's no privacy. It's just it's old people homes lining, and that dude he lives at Fairway Village. He's got to be like 75, and he doesn't care, and he pees like a toddler, and it cracks me up. And he even goes no hands. <laughs> he pulls up with just his hands, and you just see those doughy old man cheek. 
it never fails to make me laugh. Every old man cheeks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Like at like, have you ever been at a game or something, and you walk into the pu- like the trough area, and there's a guy going full moon. It's like, what, yeah, he pulled his pants all the way down. Yeah. Oh, God. it's like, what? It, what is that? Are we five? That's why. That's why I call it going granimal style. You're a toddler. I, I, I don't know what that is. You don't grow out of that? Like, I, how is that? I don't know. You're, you're not scared to just throw your booty out in the middle of a public bat? That, no. No, thanks. Well, no. there's that, but it's so much better to just whip it out in yeah. between the, you no, know. The I, little... I, guess you're, I guess you're afraid of, I, I, you're afraid of, 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 I don't know, like spelling on something. But, yeah, when you see pants around the knees, pants around the ankles, guy, it's a fat, out in the wild. When you see that raw it's, nature style. It's alarming. David Attenborough style. It is and he, but you know what? Immediately, it draws everyone's attention. You can't help but look. Like, and to them, they're probably like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. Like, what? What do you? What do you? What, well, what? so much what? You? It's like <laughs> I think of mommy issues or daddy issues or like. Now my mind's racing. Where did you? Where did you learn this behavior? Well, and how have you not grown out of that? Yeah, you look around. What are you at, sucking your thumb next. You look around at everyone else, and and. You clearly see that this is not normal behavior, and you're like, I don't you care. You never once had the thought that pulling your pud right through your jeans <laughs> is easier than dropping trow. Maybe they I didn't mean, learn. Maybe they're scared of the zipper. I don't know. Well, sometimes it's not a zipper. Sometimes you just yeah. pull down oh, yeah. your elastic. Yeah, it's usually yeah. it's usually not shortsies. Usually not that, wear, yeah. that big of a deal. Maybe as you get older, maybe that's something I need to experiment with. Maybe I'm going to become pants around my ankles guy <laughs> out in public. <laughs> I'm going to walk into the next like Winter Hawks game I go to and be like, excuse me, excuse me, going all the way down, elevator basement. <laughs> I don't even, like, I have never done that in my life. I wonder how awkward that would be. I'm going to have to try this out. The next time I'm at a ball game, just be prepared. You're not going to do I'm that. going to. You, well, you, guaranteed. The I'm not next, gonna be in there. The next sporting event I go to, I will come back and report. I am going pants around the ankles, although knees. I don't want my pants to touch the the bathroom floor, so I'm gonna go around the knees and I'm gonna tell you how it goes. I'm interested to see how awkward that this is going to feel, because I've never done it. And after 45 years on this planet, why the hell not? I don't know how many years I have left on this life, and I'm about to get real weird with it. Rose. What if I love it? What if this becomes my new jam, and I become I become uh, ankle peer? But you won't. You don't know. It's Ma- science. Maybe it's awesome. No, I've it never. Isn't. You've never done it. Neither have I. I did it when I was two. I don't remember it. Maybe it's it. awesome. <laughs> loved it then. It's not awesome. All right, we got to go. We're that was supposed to be about cigarette flickers. By the way, uh, somebody. Mentioned that, um, so it's the cigarette filters that are the the problem. Yeah. So what's left of, if you don't smoke all of the tobacco, you can just flick that out, yeah. and you're good there. It's the filter that you should dispose you of. Should dispose. But he, this person is saying that everything in a cigar is biodegradable. Yeah, like so, you said, so I'm fine. So, yeah. so just, uh, yeah, so just take the wrapper off, like yeah. you said. And take the, take the, the label off, good. and, and I'm, I'm good right. to go. Um, Stop <laughs> looking at me, old people. They're very judgy when you're smoking in there. Well, it doesn't matter what you're doing. They're going to be judging that's you. That's true. They don't like the, like the cut of my jib. Uh, okay, so next on the list is the seven most overrated vacation destinations in the world. Will we get to it tonight? We did not last night, and it appears we're short on time again. We'll see. Uh, here is Schultze with SportsCenter. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. You know, I always felt I could be a great salesman. Well, believe me, I could talk anybody into anything, except women into sex. That's the only thing I can't do. On 1080, The Fan. Can I get a hot tub? Blazers down by 33, by the way, in case you were wondering. Well, it was way worse than that. <laughs> At least they scored 70, right? <laughs> they got 79. Hey, maybe crack, there's like a minute left. Maybe they crack 80. Well, we have to break. Yeah, it went a little long there on the... But the, it, somehow we've got from cigarettes to peeing with your pants around your ankles. I think I can squeeze this in. I'm going to give it a shot. See what you can do. The world's most overrated vacation destinations revealed. Hmm. Okay, this is from a Reddit thread. And people, you know how you upvote things? Sure. Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, they're doing it by that. Most upvotes, most overrated destinations, right? When people say, oh, this place sucks, and then everybody upvotes it. Sure. That's how it gets on the list. Okay. Okay, are you ready for the top seven? From this list. I'm ready. Reddit users. I'm ready. Number seven, Miami. I can see that. All about appearance and money, it says. I can see that. If you go to Miami, drive a little further, go down to the Keys. Miami's cool for all of, like, well, if you like Latin women, then Miami's great to look at. But I'll I'm, tell you what, man. I, I'm, I'm, I totally get the Miami thing. I've been to Miami, and I thought it was weird. Yeah. It's a strange vibe. It's weird. It's very unique. It's a bit like Vegas, only not nearly as fun, and it, not not as many options. It's it's just it's like it's almost like a different country. It's it's an odd Miami is odd. It is it is very very unique, and it's the it's one of those places too that you can see like a beat up rundown shack, and then there's a hundred thousand dollar car out front. <laughs> People desperately want you to believe that they are doing better than they are. It's like the whole like you said, the, the, it's all show, all hat, no cattle. Uh, Santorini, number six. Really? Yeah. Because that's high on my list. Uh, Greece is is yeah. probably top three. Overcrowded, That, I, that I've never been and I want to go. Overcrowded. I can see that because everybody wants to go to Greece. That's right. Especially Santorini. Like, number, uh, let's see, what was that? Seven, seven. That was six. Number five, Egypt. Yeah, I can see that. They are citing aggressive street sellers in yeah. Egypt. Yeah, and, a lot of scams there. And, like, have you ever seen, like, the, like I always thought the pyramids would be cool, but... 
if you ever seen the view from the other side, like you, it, like if yeah, you're looking at it's horrible, it's it's awful. Yeah. It's just this crappy. They, they don't show you that part. No, it's not. Su- supposedly, it is. It is a shock. You think that like you're on some sort of beautiful nature walkabout. You're not. Yeah. You're in the world's worst KFC, and then you look out your window, and there's the yeah. the pyramids. Yeah, I, very I, strange. That's that's one that I've I've that in India are the two that everyone's like, oh, I want to go to India and Egypt, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Oh wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. Oh, it's eight. It's oh, top eight. All right. So now we're only... Okay, so I'm going to give you the top five next. I think we're going to get the sim. One, I'm sad. Two, I can totally see. Okay, so Miami, Santorini, and Egypt. Mm-hmm. Travelers' most overrated destinations. What are the top five next on the family? Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Club 1080 with Isaac and Sue. I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch is scotch, scotch. On 1080, the fan. Can I get a hot tub? Okay, now remember this was just a Reddit thread of some peeps, but they uh, they upvoted the most overrated destinations for travel. Okay, they have an eight on here. <laughs> Someone say Portland, Portland homeless camp? Is that on the uh, <laughs> the list? Ah. Uh, Miami 8, Santorini 7, Egypt 6. Here are the top five. All right. Los Angeles is number five. See, I don't buy that. Touristy, it says. So much cool stuff to do in Los Angeles. There is, but I think the key with Los Angeles is it's so big. Yeah. You can't, like, you you don't want to do the touristy stuff. Don't do any of it. Yeah. If you want to experience Los Angeles, I think you need to know somebody who can get you pointed in the right direction that's not... So you can experience real sure. Los Angeles as opposed to yeah. stupid Hollywood Los Angeles. All I know is if, if you go to L.A. and you can't have a good time and you can't find cool things to do, that's on you. I've never had a bad time in Los Angeles. Number four, Jamaica. Really? They're hmm. saying uh, sketchy. Oh, just unsafe. Kind of sketchy there. Never been, but that's... Never been either. That does seem... Um, how would you say? It, that seems cliche. Jamaica? Yeah. Why? I don't know why. just... It's like, hey, where you want to go? I'm like, Jamaica. I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't have a great. I don't know. Mom, I, like 25 years ago, you she went? had a great time. She she went. Who went? I, my mom. Oh, but I was like 10, so she yeah. said she had a great time. Yeah, Mike Lynch went. Remember when he was telling us about Jamaica? As a matter of fact, I have some Jamaican rum that he brought back. Well, East Coast Jamaica is like us going to Hawaii. You know, yeah. It's, if you're on the I, East Coast, you go to I Jamaica. Gotta, if you're out here, you go to Hawaii. I gotta tell you, I'll, I'll probably never set foot in Jamaica, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, I feel that way too. Because if I ended up going down there into the Caribbean, I'm doing I'm doing one of the Saints. Yeah. Number three, Walt Disney World, overpriced. Yeah, I, and crowded. Yeah, I, you know my feelings on Disney. Uh, there, there's Disney people. There's non-Disney people. Although I will say, uh, having gone and gotten drunk uh, without my kids, I had a great time. I would say that should be number one. But of course, I've never been to one of these top two. I got number, a checkup got out, but I don't know. Number two no. is Niagara Falls. Okay, I've done Niagara Falls. I have too, but it's been years. Niagara Falls, to me, was a lot like uh, Mount Rushmore and maybe even a little bit of the Grand Canyon. And, like, it's the Chevy Chase. Like, you get there and you're like, all right, 
And now what? Now what? Well, they're saying this says this town is decaying and sad. It's been 20 plus years since I've been there, but I felt yeah. like it was decaying and sad when I was there. It's like, but it's like going to the coast. Every it's, it's the same sort of thing. Those towns aren't thriving. It's all just touristy yeah. stuff. Any guesses on number one before we go? Uh, most overrated. So it's got to be places. It's got to be someplace that a lot of people go. I'll, I'll go Hawaii. Yeah, I'll go Italy. Mm. Hawaii and Italy. No and no. It is Dubai. That's oh. not surprising at all. Materialistic, they say. Is, is it? Is it really expensive? I don't know, but it seems it. Can yeah. you not drink there either? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Is I talked to somebody that went there that said, you can't drink. Like, they, there are strict rules there. Really? In the only... Well, that was the whole, like, the World Cup thing, right? Like, yeah. When it was, uh, they said that was Cutter, but it's the same sort of thing, the same re- regime uh, feel to it. It's is... not like you can go out and just get booze at the liquor store and yeah. take it up to your hotel room. Yeah, and it's a no-no. You can't. It's a no-no, and it's like... I think they said you have to be staying at the hotel. Ah, I don't, some hotels have bars, and you have to be a. I don't know. There's a whole thing with that. I'm guessing there. if you have a ton of money, Dubai is your oyster. You can buy whatever you want, but I'm guessing if you're a regular dude, probably not would be my guess. Yeah, it says tourists are permitted to drink in licensed restaurants, hotels, and bars attached to licensed hotels. Mm. It is unacceptable and punishable to drink in public spaces, even beaches. It is incredibly strict about public drunkenness and has zero tolerance for drinking and driving. Yeah. I, I'm not so you s- can't get sloshed and run around <laughs> out there. I'm just not certain that again, but in, on my budget in my life, I'm not certain that Dubai will ever happen for me. Yeah, it just seems contrived. You yeah. Know? And there. I actually feel that's a pretty solid list. I think so, too. The only one I disagree with is Los Angeles. There are the most overrated travel destinations. Uh, we are back tomorrow, 3 to 7 on the fan game. Ships of Spain, red ships of Spain. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.